Welcome to Spark. I'm Angela Wagner. And I'm Nicole Esquino. And together we're here as your hosts for a mix of happy hour style venting and results-based coaching. Spark is a judgment-free space where we'll chat about both the brilliant bits of life as well as the bits that are a little more sucky. With lightness, laughter, and the belief that there's no such thing as oversharing, we'll guide you in finding clear paths out of murky messes and toward discovering inspiration in everyday moments. This week, we will discuss why you should take care of the park, how challenging it is to put up a tent, and why complaining sucks. (laughs) I like what you did there. Oh, did you see it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I liked it. I felt it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you enjoy my my, my humor. (laughs) So what's new, Nicole? How are you? Pretty awesome. How about you? How is your turning off the phone 30 minutes before bed challenge? I love how you just like right away. Just uh, I thought this was supposed to be an inspirational podcast. <laughs> Let's get real. <laughs> Let's get yeah. <laughs> it's also very reality based. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I didn't do so well. Aww. I didn't do well this week. This was a kind of a tough week for me, but um. But I have done well in the past, so this is probably like a funky week to try it. So I will commit to doing it again this week. And you know what I realized is I have an alarm for get ready for bed, and then I have an alarm for – or I I had an alarm for electronics off, but when we went on vacation, I took my alarms off. Ooh. And I noticed my um, Fitbit still has my nine o'clock one, which is the get ready for bed. So I still get that one. But I noticed the 10 o'clock one doesn't go off. And so I need to like just reset it. Yeah. Get you out of vacation mode too. Yeah. I'm actually going to do it like right now for uh, um, accountability. Do it now. I'm doing it right now. Everyone (laughs) watch me. (laughs) Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. You remember what? that song? Oh my God, that's Whip and Nene, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> Why cue do the, I know that? Cue the music. <laughs> oh my God, I'm way too old for that. Oh my gosh, yes, it's just, and it says electronics off, but it doesn't work if it's off. Nope, does not work if it's off. <laughs> all right, people, I'm going to take a screenshot so you guys can all see. I'll put it in the show notes so you can see my alarms. Accountability, getting it done. Yeah, I like it. All right, so. Moving on to something more positive, like sucky moment of the week. <laughs> <laughs> We're just a bunch of downers this week. We are. Debbie Downers. Well, this one's kind of fun. Uh, so the sucky moment for this week has to do with a camping trip that Vic and I took this past weekend. We decided to take, uh, we always take Phoenix camping with us, but this is Shiner's first time learning the camping experience. So we had to get a bigger tent. We usually take like a small four-person tent. This time we took this giant 10-person tent, if you can even visualize like what that looks like. It's ginormous. It looks like the size of my living room. Like it's big. Yeah, that's big. It's 10 people. And then there's just like the two of us, Caleb and the two dogs. It's really a little overkill, (laughs) but um, a friend gave it to us. And so we were like, let's try it. It's free. Let's figure it out. So anyway, we were super excited. We went and stayed in Oklahoma again, which you should still go. 
Um, and it was just gorgeous weather. But we started putting up the tent. It's not our usual setup. We kind of have a rhythm to setting the tent up, how Vic and I work together. But with this new one and it being so large, it totally threw our entire rhythm off. There was each little pole was labeled with a color and it came with this big diagram like map type thing (laughs) that you had to follow. And I mean, it was just it was insane. Well, I'll go ahead and confess here. I am not good at reading maps or diagrams at all. Like I do not have that natural knack for that. Um, They like boggle my brain and I make it even worse (laughs) than it started off with. So we started this whole situation with me reading the diagram, telling him which colors to pick up and how to connect them. And the biggest argument followed over me telling him wrong, me not really understanding the map. And, oh, it was it was just a big fat mess. And we ended up being like we were both yelling at each other, telling the other person, oh, you're connecting it wrong. You're connecting it wrong. And, and then it finally was just like it was insane. No tent was put up, basically, is how that ended. So we, <laughs> right. <laughs> we had to, like, take a moment. And then when we came back, I was like, I'm just going to be quiet this time. Here's the diagram, because obviously I cannot be in charge of that. <laughs> and you just tell me where to stick the little poles, and I will stick the little poles. And it worked out perfect. So I just had to shut up and listen for a while. And then the tent got up, and it was amazing. It was so roomy. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, but my my mind was going to, like, really dirty places. And you were like, yeah, good tent. <laughs> We were talking about being real, so I just had to share that with you all since there's no oversharing here. Yeah, I was just like, I just kept thinking, putting up the tent, the poles. Anyway, I just, my husband is like a that's what she said kind of person. So, I mean, he's not like that kind of a person, but he thinks those jokes are funny. So, oh, I anyway. think they're funny too. I love yeah, it. Yeah, no, I totally heard everything you said, but then I was also trying not to laugh. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh-huh. So if anyone else was thinking that, you're not the only one. But um, <laughs> Okay, so I will go back to my mature, almost 40-year-old self here. So, um, yeah, so sometimes you just listen. So that worked out. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you just got to be quiet and not say anything at all. (laughs) That's sometimes so hard, though. Yeah, especially when you think you know what you're doing. Because we camp a lot, so I'm, I'm like, I got this. I know what I'm doing. I don't need your help. Sometimes, yeah, just be quiet. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I know it's there's a lot of I'm trying to think of like I mean I, that's a big issue for me because I love to talk so <laughs> and Vic's thing is he's always right so it's hard for anybody else to be right if you're the one who's always right <laughs> yeah your, your husband and I sound like we're very similar oh yeah oh yeah oh that's so funny I've never really thought about that before but you guys kind of are yeah we might be <laughs> oh that's funny yeah. When, and whenever I dated personalities like me, I wanted to kill them. And so uh, like I, yeah, yeah I think that, John's much more like you. <laughs> that that actually makes sense though, how we, how we get along. Um, doesn't it? Like I balance him out. It makes sense. Oh, totally. Yeah. Cause I think if you, I mean, they say like opposites attract, but yeah, I mean, I think of, I mean, it can work when you have the same personalities, but it can sometimes be more, even more challenging cause you're kind of fight on on the same way, you know, on the same thing. So. Totally, yeah. 
Oh, I wonder how long it would have taken to put that tent up. <laughs> oh, geez. With some of my exes, a long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank God for my husband. He's pretty awesome. <laughs> so speaking of not saying anything, that's actually like a perfect, perfect transition to our next discussion. And nice. yeah, this so this one's big. And this is a game changer, life changer, like everything changer. And I know you've done it. Pretty much everyone that I have trained as a staff person or as a yoga teacher or in my coaching training has done this program. And it's called A Complaint Free World. It's a program that the author created. I think he originally created it, uh, Will Bowen, in his church. So you can check out the info on their website, complaintfreeworld.org. It might be a complaintfreeworld.org. We'll put it up on the site, the show notes for you guys. And there's some frequently asked questions that will give you like a brief outline of the program. And then you can also buy the book, which I highly recommend buying the book. It's very simple, easy read. And I don't know, to me, it's just a lot more um, useful than just, you know, reading the complaint free, frequently asked questions. But the idea is that you commit to not complaining, which I'm sure you guessed by now. (laughs) Um, And it's become this amazing thing because, well, first of all, you want to know what a complaint is. And a compl- to complain is to express pain, grief, or discontent. And some things are really obvious. Um, and also not to gossip is part of that too. I think that he kind of expands on that in the book. Mm-hmm. So gossip is a big one. Um, and so the book will give you a lot more detail into like, well, what if I, you know, so my dog dies and I'm sad. So of course, like you can express that you're feeling pain with your dog and you can grieve going through that. So there's, there's kind of differences, but it's really about the intention behind your words. So if you, if I say I'm tired and my only intention is to just say I'm tired, then it's going to make me feel worse. And probably whoever I'm talking to, it doesn't, it doesn't like help anything. Mm-hmm. But if I say like in a factual manner, Zoe was up all night and I only had a few hours of sleep, so I'm going to go pick pick up a cup of coffee. That's very different, right? So that's not a complaint. I'm stating a fact and I'm not stating it for a reason to just to complain. It's just like it's like informational. Mm -hmm. So it's really cool because it makes you really stop and think about how you say things. Not only what do you say, but how do you say them and what is your intention behind your words and stopping and saying like, uh, if I say something about someone else, I mean, is it, is it a bad thing? So, I mean, you, you, it doesn't mean like you're going to be at work. You know, a lot of people have said to me, well, like my coworker, like it's, you know, say like it's late every day or something. And, um, you know, it's, it's affecting my team. And so, but I, if I do this program, I can't complain. Like, no, it's not that you can't talk about it. Right. So you could go to your boss or you even better go to that person and say, you know, you've been late every day this week and here's how it affects, you know, the office or here's how it affects me. And just that's very different. That's not a complaint. Right. But like me going over to you, Nicole, and being like, oh, you know, that that guy, Jason, he's just always so late, <laughs> which is sort of funny because if he's you knew Jason, <laughs> he's never late. So. Um, 
So you get a bracelet and you can order one online from them. It's like a buck, but you can put it on your own bracelet or whatever of any kind of bracelet. Just women do not put hair ties because they'll eventually go in your hair. Put something that's like kind of obvious. And then every time you complain, you move your bracelet to the other wrist. And so it's like this physical reminder of it. And the idea is that you eventually go 21 days. Now, I will totally tell you that I've done this program on and off for years and I haven't gotten, you know, to 21 days. So it's very... <laughs> Very, very challenging, but it it is something that I do regularly with all my trainings and all that stuff. And so I do it several times a year. And sometimes even my husband, John, will be like, I think it's time for us to put our bracelets on. Like (laughs) (laughs) if things get kind of negative or we're both tired or whatever. And so and he likes the purple because the purple bracelet that they sell, like says a complaint free world on it. And it's like he's like, it reminds me that that's what we're doing. So. No, totally. And it's what it helped me every time I've done it. It just really brings an awareness to the negative things that I say in order to like relate to someone else. So like, just like, oh, the weather is awful today. Like, why, why are we even saying that? But like, that's something quick and easy to get someone to relate to and start small talk with. And then you complain about the weather. Oh, yeah, I know. And some of it's just so like, I mean, it's like how many times, so one of the exercises I give my yoga teachers is like, you know, the first week they do this and you've done this, Nicole, like journal your top three complaints Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's, you know, it's like your billboards top, top three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I mean, mine's like, I'm tired, I'm hot and I don't know what my third one is, but it's, it's so ridiculous how many times we tend to say those top two or three things Mm -hmm. and it's like, what is the point? Yeah, mine's mine. I'm busy. I'm busy. <laughs> That's like my excuse. And then immediately after comes a, a long list of complaints. Yeah. Well, and the book says that the average person complains 15 to 30 times a day. Oh, that's wow. That's a lot. I mean, that's like and I, and I would venture to say it might even be more than that. Depends on like how long you're awake. But mm-hmm. like, yeah. You know, and then you consider like how much of that time you're not talking. You might be in the car or not with people. So, I mean, you're talking quite a bit. So the first stage is to just notice that you're doing it. And so, I mean, you you notice it and you move your bracelet, but you'll start to notice how much you complain and then you'll start to be able to catch it before you do it. And so it's kind of a cool process. Um, it can be frustrating sometimes. You know, I feel like right now it's a really good time to recheck in. So maybe... uh well, we're going to do it again with the staff. Um, not that the staff is complaining, but it, it's just sort of like with the election and everything, there's a lot of craziness going on in the world. So I think the world could use just like some happiness and some positivity. And it doesn't mean that like some people will say, oh, well, I don't want to, you know, just say like everything's great when it's not. And that's not the intention. I mean, the intention is to be intentional. And it's it's like when your mom says like, you know, if if you can't be nice, then, you know, what's that saying? Like, don't say anything at all. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I've read one before that was like, oh, I'll have to see if I can find it again. But it was something like, is it necessary? Is mm. it is it true? Is it kind? And if it doesn't fit in those three categories, then it's probably not worth saying. Yeah, exactly. It, it all goes back to like, for me, it's that one word and that's intention. And so you think about like, what is your point in saying it? And some people will also argue that venting is healthy. Like I just need to get it off my chest, you know? And so, and I get that, like I do it, I've done it a million times. Like call my girlfriend, like 
you know, but if you're calling someone to just like dump on them, you have to consider what you're giving them. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's kind of heavy when you give someone all of that. And then it's like, what do they take with it? So what do they take from it? So what they tend to take from it is then they're now in a negative space. Um, so you've now given them negativity, which, oh, yuck. And, you know, some people can handle that better than others. But I mean, it's it's like giving, I don't know, it's like giving your shit to somebody else, you know? <laughs> totally, yeah. And my, you know? my mom is my person. Like, that's the one I'm going to call. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like thinking about after, I'm like, do I really want to like give her that kind of negative stuff to make her day worse, you know? <laughs> Like, you don't want your mom to have a bad day. I know. Well, that's like why I didn't tell uh, my dad that Luke got bit again because I knew, like, I was like, okay, the only, like, there's no benefit to telling him. Mm -hmm. It's just going to make him upset. And so, you know, I I felt like in a weird way, I felt bad not saying it, like I was being dishonest, but I was like, no, I'm actually being loving because it's just going to give him stress, you know? And I was so angry about it that I was like, I would have fueled it even more. So I would have put even more negativity on it. Um, so that's a really big one. I mean, it's, it's kind of amazing. And going back to, I think it was last podcast, we talked about sleep, like so many of these things we talk about with health and wellness are interrelated. So it's like, if you don't get enough sleep, I guarantee you're complaining more. Mm -hmm. And then you're complaining more, you're giving more negative energy to people. So on the flip side, right, like put your phone down, go to bed a little earlier, you feel really rested, you open the door for someone, you, you know, like, you say nice things like the weather, you know, it's just like everything in life is better. And then it's like that, that is a trickle effect. Like it's just, we spread all that awesomeness out there. Mm-hmm. I like what you said too, about how there's absolutely no benefit in telling him. That's like a good way to judge it. Like, are are they going to benefit in any positive way if I share this? If not, then yeah. Why, why tell them? Yeah. No, that's that was good. Woo. And I was kind of tempted to because when I really thought about it, because I was angry and I wanted like um, like a teammate in my anger. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, and especially also here's another thing I noticed because like I had shared how I, you know, didn't treat the woman at the school very mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And I I felt so uncomfortable in my own skin about it because I just knew that I wasn't the person I wanted to be. And so I wanted, I realized I wanted to talk, tell him about the bite so that it could like cover up my feelings and make me like defend my actions more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, not, not great. Like not proud of these moments at all, but again, like just being so raw and honest with you guys, like that's where I was at. So it's good to know. I mean, that's like for me, like, you know, you guys will find out if for those of you that don't know me is like all my coaching comes from a place of like experience, like being like, not like I learned this in a book. Like I still, even after all the years that I've been coaching and training, like I'm challenged by these things daily. And I think the the big difference is that I have an awareness around it now and I can make different choices. And sometimes I am in a good space and I make the better choice and sometimes I'm not. So we can only do the best that we can in every moment. Yeah. No, I think that's real, though. Like, that's real talk. <laughs> right, yeah. Real talk, yeah. y'all. <laughs> that's reality. So I, I encourage everyone to try it. Um, we'll probably have a follow-up because there's a lot of things that come up with this program that people have questions about or that um, 
our challenges or, you know, different tips and tricks we can give you. But I think it's helpful to go to the website, go ahead and just buy the book. I'm telling you, it's so worth it. Or see if your library has it and try it for a week. And then like, we'll, we'll talk about in the next podcast, but it's, it's helpful to, to try it out before you kind of hear a follow up. So that's the try this, try this and then send your questions or your comments or anything that comes up for you. Send it to podcast at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com and we'll talk about it next time. Whew. All right. So we're going to put our purple bracelets back on Nicole. Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm really ready. <laughs> I know. After this week, yeah, we're ready. ready. All right. Well, then you're gonna you're gonna send us out with a shout out. Oh yes, I have a good one for this week. So yesterday afternoon, walking my puppies at the park. I'm always about the puppies. Um, But we were walking the puppies before it was bedtime, and I saw there's kind of the same people always at the park walking I saw this lady that I've seen her a hundred times she's a much older lady she has a cane but she's super sweet always speaks to us but yesterday she had this like big black trash bag with her and she was just walking around on her normal afternoon stroll and while she was going she was picking up trash anything and everything that you know just kind of gets left behind at parks you know from kids or people having picnics or you know, there's just always something that gets left behind. And she was just walking along and not making a big deal about it. She would just pick it up, put it in her trash bag and keep on walking. And it was just like, I was like, wow, that is the coolest thing. Totally inspired me to want to get my trash bag out and just clean up. And no, no reason other than like, there's no direct benefit. Like she's not getting paid to do this. Nothing like that. Like just, just to help keep the park clean, you know? Oh, I love that because it's like it's so easy to look at the trash and be like, oh, I can't believe someone left their trash here uh-huh. and, and my, then just leave it there. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't do it. So I'm not picking it up kind of thing. Exactly. <laughs> but there's this really cool sign at the park. They have the it's called Friends of Exile Park, the people who maintain it or whatever. They have these little signs every so often. And one of them says the park helps you. How can you help the park? And I was like huh, I don't know, just kind of, it was one of those that makes you think about it after you walk away from it, and I was like, yeah, that's super easy to just grab a trash bag and, and go, and like, that's just another way to be sharing some kindness into the world, or directly to the world, you know? Yeah, like, what if everybody that went to the park picked up one thing they saw, like, there would be no trash. Totally, yeah, and it's not one of those things you just do at one time, like, Every time you go out there, maybe pick up one thing just to help out. Oh, my gosh. I can relate to this so much because, um, as you know, the yoga studio on the weekends, like, so there's someone that comes through, like, our parking garage to clean on a regular basis, but not on the weekends. Mm -hmm. And so for years, like, I taught all the, basically almost all the classes. And so, like, on Mm -hmm. Saturdays and Sundays, I would go in and there would just be trash everywhere and I literally was just like oh this sucks and I would like call the landlord da, 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 and I never picked up anything I mean once in a while I would if it was like in my way to go up to the studio and like I look back and I'm like oh my gosh what is wrong with me like this not only like I own the business like I should care about the space in mm-hmm. general I mean, it's really kind of crazy. And then like one day it just hit me and I don't know what happened. And it's not like I went through and clean up everything because it would take me hours. But um, there's just like a lot of random stuff 
I shouldn't say hours. Oh my gosh, that makes it sound so trashy. But there's, <laughs> it would take me longer than I had time that I had. But you know, there's often just like things like so easy, like some cans or whatever. And there's trash cans everywhere. And we have a recycle bin in the studio. And um, anyway, it's just and and that's like my you know essentially my property to some extent. But mm-hmm. wow, and it would totally make Raul's day. Oh, yeah. He's like amazing now. He's like so great. But um, yeah, he used to like come down sometimes on the weekends to help us out. I was like, oh, man, you're so nice. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think like if we step out of that, like it's not my job. And Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's just and how cool would it be if every student thought like, oh, the yoga studio gives to me, I'm going to give back and just pick up something they saw, you know? Yeah. I think it's like that awareness around realizing that we're all on the same team and it's not necessarily like I, I threw the trash down, so I have to pick it up. Like you see it, you pick it up. We're all on the same team. We're just helping each other out kind of thing. Oh yeah. Like when I'm, so like when I was in high school, I worked at a, um, movie theater and I know, oh my God, I ate a lot of popcorn. (laughs) But <laughs> I just worked there for like one summer and it was like one of those small little ones. And so I would go in there and have to clean up after. Oh my gosh, Nicole, if you knew what people left on the floor at oh, movies. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Ugh. Like like a dirty diet. Like I picked up several dirty diapers. Oh my gosh, who does that? <laughs> I don't know, but let me tell you. I mean, and so now like when I leave a movie theater, like I obviously pick up all my stuff, but then sometimes I'll grab like someone else's cup. I don't. I actually never seen a dirty diaper before, but like before, after that, but like, you know, like popcorn, candy wrapper, I'll just grab like one extra thing if I have a hand and I just throw it away. Cause I'm like, yeah, there are people paid to do this, but like, but is that really their job? I don't know. Even if it is like help them out. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Like, why not pick it up on your way out? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That one gives me goosebumps. I feel like we, we should help each other out more. I know it's that like simple, simple act of kindness that goes so far. It's, mm-hmm. and it is that, like you said, something to the effect of like stepping out of it being just about us. Like mm-hmm. it, we just have to like step out of me and I and like thinking that like it's just my world and like how does it affect the greater good of the world? And I know that's, I mean, no, that's like, ooh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you weird yogi, but. <laughs> But I mean, that's like a lesson of, of I mean, like every religion and like, uh, you know, just moral code of, of everything is like really has that in it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think any more kindness that we can spread in any way, I mean, why not? Why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I like all these things, like it's so funny when you, you like have to do things, but like I had to. Um, well, I, when I was in college, I joined this like service fraternity. And so I, which is weird. Cause I was like, it's, it basically was like, we, we would just go do service projects. I don't even know why they called it a fraternity, but we were like the geeks. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> fraternity is kind of a funny word, but, um, we had to do one of the projects that you had to do once a year was adopt a highway mm-hmm. and adopt a highway is where like, you know, our fraternity APO would have like two, I think it was like two miles or a mile of land. And so twice a year we 
you know, we, you know, when you drive on the highway and it's like so-and-so sponsors this piece of highway, that, that means that they go and pick up all the trash along that section of the highway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we did that and ooh, ooh, let me tell you, that is the grossest thing I think I've ever done in my life. And really? so, oh my gosh, the stuff I'm telling you the stuff that, and, and like, I used to get angry because I, I mean, I'd almost always go like as a college student. I mean, we'd have to go at like 6 a.m. And I was, you know, sometimes hungover and like just like, <laughs> you know, not yeah. in the best space anyway. And then we had to do it. But like I would be angry at people. I mean, they'd be like dirty condoms and ugh, uh. nasty food, you know. And so it, it can be kind of enraging when you're like uh, people are pigs or, you know, you can get into a negative space with it. So mm-hmm. I think it's just like, OK, well, again, if you're doing complaint free world, then you'll just keep all of that in. Yeah, you will. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually it'll dissipate. But, you know, just kind of let go of that and put your energy towards making things better. Yeah, I think so too. And cause like seeing this, this woman doing that made me just want to help, help out too. So maybe that'll spread some. I know. And here, and you're saying she was like a little 80 year old woman. I'm telling you like tiny had her little cane and she was just, she's going at it with a smile on her face. And I was like, yeah, I can that, do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, shout out glass rays to the lady in the park. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Spark. Find us online at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest at Coach A Wags. That's A-W-A-G-S. Remember this week to take the time to give thanks, raise a glass, and discover what it is that sparks you.